the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We're back looking at the deep things of God once again here today on Times of Refreshing. From the well. Christian community in Livermore, California, and online at thewellchurch.net. This is Times of Refreshing. Welcome to our program. We're looking at the deep things of God today as we catch up with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman once again in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 6 through 16. It's these deep things that allow us to dig deep into the Word of God and find ourselves lost in the love of God through Jesus Christ. Join us for a very encouraging look at the deep things of God. Here's Pastor Napoleon with today's Times of Refreshing. When you really start getting a hold of all the things that God has freely given to us from God, then he says, these things we also speak. We start to talk about them because they become a reality to us. When I talk about justification, redemption, when I talk about being born again, all these things, when it becomes real to you, then you just start talking about it. You start speaking about it because it's become real. When heaven becomes real to you, you're not waiting to get there. You've already arrived in your spirit. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Can I I get one of those things to wipe my face? Can I get one of those uh, handkerchiefs? I need one. You, 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 now you're not always, you're not talking about heaven like, when, when I get to heaven in the great by and by. You, you talking, you start talking like you're already there. Like heaven is within me. Heaven is arrived. That the kingdom of God is, is at hand. Thank you, son. And what happens is, and then what happens is now, it's not something far out there. It's something you can, it's, God starts to illuminate your spirit and your mind so that heaven becomes real to you. Death becomes an entryway. You don't look at death like, oh, I don't want to die. You look, at like, you look at death like, I'm not rushing to go right now, Lord. But if you choose to take me, I won't be crying because I know I'm going right into the presence of God. I'm going right into the presence of the Almighty. I'm going, can I have an amen? I'm going to meet Michael, the archangel, and Gabriel. I'm going to. It becomes so real to you that, that you don't fear it. You speak about it. You talk about things. You start having conversations at the coffee shop with your friend, and you're not talking about, you know, what Oprah said. You're talking about what the Bible said about redemption. Do you know about redemption? My goodness, we need to sit here and talk about this. This is powerful. And you start fellowshipping over the things of God, not just what you see on TV. 
We just, we just, we're, we're so earthbound. We don't even have discussions about the things of God. Because people, they, they, everything, they can tell you more about the warriors than they can tell you about the book of Mark. They know all the players. They know all the players on the Raiders. But they don't know any biblical characters. They don't know about David. They don't know about John and Mark. They don't know about, come on, y'all. They don't, they don't talk about them at all. What about Abraham? Do you know about Abraham and faith? But these things we speak, when the Holy Spirit begins to give us insight, something begins to shift in us. And instead of living earth up, we start to live heaven down. These things we speak. These things we talk about. We talk about it. We talk about it. We talk about the gifts of the Spirit of God. We talk about the anointing of God. We talk about the power of the Spirit of God. We talk about, we talk about demons and how God has not made us ignorant of the enemy's schemes and devices. That we're able to see things from a spiritual standpoint because God has awakened us to those things. The Holy Spirit, and now it just becomes a part of your lifestyle where you see the natural, but you also behold the Spirit. Jesus was, he was, he was, so natural but so spiritual the people would come and they would try to trip him up in his words and jesus would look at him and he knew exactly what they were what they were trying to do they tried to test him master whose great teacher whose inscription is on this coin can i have an amen y'all he's on a different level he's on a different level Render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's and the things that are God to God. And and come on, what do you guys think this is, guys? Well, when you start to become spiritual, you start to mature, you start to see the earth for what it is, but because you've seen heaven for what it is. Their spiritual eyes have been opened, and you're able to navigate in the world, but not be of the world. You're able to function in both realms and to do it with precision because the Holy Spirit has awakened you to the reality of this. What happens is we're so blinded to the spiritual things because we don't ask the Holy Spirit to give us insight into things that, he's, that God has freely given to us and prepared for. And then we speak those things. Look what he says here. He says, he says in verse 13, He says, these things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things, he says, with spiritual. Explaining spiritual things, the Canterbury translation says, explaining spiritual things to spiritual men. Why? Because the natural man does not understand the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he indeed. He can't know them because they're spiritually discerned. So stop getting frustrated when you start talking about things to people and they get mad or don't understand. Don't criticize them or even get mad. Just, well, you're just, you just don't understand yet because your spirit hasn't been awakened to the reality of these things yet. Can I have an amen, y'all? And this is why you don't get frustrated. You understand 
that some people, the natural man does not receive. It's foolishness. How dare you talk about Jesus? Jesus wasn't real. He didn't walk on water. Well, prove it. Redemption from what? I'm fine. We're going to find out how fine everybody really is when we stand before Jesus. All of us. Can I have an amen, y'all? And so what happens is, what happens is we have to understand that this process is, is we can't get frustrated when people who are not spiritual don't understand. We want to help people to experience a new birth so that they can embrace the fullness of what God has, has in store for them also if they will receive. But it's foolishness to people. People call you crazy. When I first got saved, that was one of the things that was so surprising to me. That I, I gave my life to Christ, and I really did. I meant it. I meant it. And I made a commitment to never go back. Then I got around people. People that I knew went to church. Say, hey, man, we got to change our lives, man. I'm reading this Bible. And the Bible says we got to, you know, we got to seek God. And then when God tells us to repent of stuff, we got to put it down. We got to do it because this is what God, and then we're going to grow. What are you talking about? You don't take all that. You tripping. Well, what, bro, you was raised in the church. You should know this. Well, I do know. You don't take all that. And then I'm having conversations and then people say, well, you know, don't Napoleon, he's gone over the deep end. <laughs> he's crazy, man. He, he's trying to talk about now that brother's speaking in tongues. He really done lost it. He's he going way too far. You don't have to change. You can just live, you know, listen, God will forgive you. He don't take all that. He doesn't take all that. Then you start saying, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I mean, if, how can I be redeemed but still keep running with the devil? That doesn't make sense to me. This is what, oh, listen, brother, you know, listen, listen. Doesn't take all that. And so I, so I went through a period in my life where I was, I was kind of like, what is going on here? I know I'm reading this, but then I see they're saying this. I mean, I'm, I thought, don't you have to choose a side? I, I know he said I would that they were cold or hot, but if you are lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. I mean, how can you do both? You can't do both. You, you got to make a decision. You got to, are you going to run with God? Or are you going to run with the devil? Are you going to, I mean, how can I grow if I never read my Bible? So that was the thing. Now, let me say this, y'all. And I'm getting ready to move on. But that was the thing to me is that I saw so many natural minded people in the church. Been there 20, 30 years, but never matured. They got older. Can I preach it this morning, y'all? They got older, but I didn't see them maturing and then speaking concerning the things that have been freely given to us by God, which the Holy Spirit teaches. I didn't see that, and it started to get me to a place where I started to say, well, what is going on? And God began to show me that just because you go to church doesn't mean that you're a spiritual person. We got to grow up. Look at your neighbor and tell him, we got to grow up. We got to grow up. Now look at him and tell him, now that's deep. 
So you compare the spiritual things with spiritual people. And the spiritual people understand. And there's a, they, they resonate with what you're saying because they've got the same revelation. It's not something that's strange to you and to them. And so we learn to grow up and we learn to speak these things. We learn to have these conversations about the things that have been freely given to us by God. And God is blessed. Can I have an amen? He says in verse 14, he says, but the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned or appraised. It takes a spiritual ear to understand spiritual things. It takes a spiritual ear for us to really grasp the depths of what God has given to us and then walk out the reality of of those things as we're living on this planet, being in the world, but not of the world. Some people are holding on to this world too tight. But it's not, listen, you have a dual citizenship. Your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, so you're on that roll. But then you're also a citizen of this country. But, and I understand this dynamic between the two, but my chief loyalty is to the King of Kings and to the Lord. Can I have an amen, y'all? And you're able to see the world for what it is. The natural man doesn't discern it, but that's okay. Stop getting frustrated at all your coworkers. They'll get it when they get it. There's no need to get frustrated with your kids right now. They're just learning. There are two. They're not going to understand principalities and powers and the wicked rulers of the spiritual darkness of this age. And they're not going to know. They want to know veggie tales. So let them know for a while. And then teach them. They come here and they learn about Daniel and the lion's den and all those things. But they don't need to prophesy. They're three. <laughs> Let him be a kid. Even Jesus grew in stature and in wisdom. It took him time. My, pa- my son going to be a preacher. How do you know? Because I'm going to make him one. Just relax. Now look at this. And let's close this out. He says in verse 15, But he who is spiritual judges all things. Yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. He says, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. But he who is spiritual discerns or judges all things. You're able to see. The more mature you get spiritually, you're able to see things clearly. You don't have a biased viewpoint. Why? Because God has awakened your your eyes through the influence of his spirit. To be able to see things rightly. Jesus knew about people and he knew about things. And he, and he lived his life with his eyes open, his spiritual eyes open. What things, things that people call just natural, he understood that there was a spiritual component to a lot of what was going on. He wasn't just seeing in the natural. He was also seeing the heavenly fight in war. The spiritual component and dynamic. And so when you read the Gospels, 
he starts to disclose some of these things. Like I was saying, principalities and powers and the wicked rulers of the darkness of this age, a spiritual host of, of wickedness in heavenly places, and that there's geographical spirits that, that go over regions and influence the people to do certain things. That the enemy takes a hold of, of, of certain con- conglomerates and begins to use them for his, for his influence. He uses music. He uses the media. He uses television. He uses the arts. And he uses political powers and structures to try to push people in a certain way. And the spirit of this age begins to push people down this road to get them thinking the same way and going in a certain direction. And God sits back and he watches over and then he uses the church. He wants to use the church as a, as a, a weapon in his hand to combat what the enemy's doing, to pull people out of darkness and bring them into his light and give them understanding of the spiritual dynamic. So this war is going on over regions and nations. And we sit back and we watch this battle go on and instead of us understanding our role to play, we get all swept up in it. And then the next thing you know, we're getting swept up into what the world is doing. Instead of allowing God to open our eyes to see how we are to fight certain things that are creeping into our neighborhoods and into our schools and into our, our regions. And then we're pushing back against the powers of this age by using the gospel, by using the prayer, by using fasting. By using deliverance, casting demons out of you. This is what Jesus did when you read the Gospels, y'all. Because he saw what was going on. He wasn't blinded. His eyes were open. And we got to open our eyes to see the spiritual components of what is going on. How the enemy has infiltrated within certain sectors of society to, to push his agenda to pervert. Our kids. It's amazing to me. I watch, I watch stuff and, and it just, it, it hurts my heart. The devil would take a guy, take a guy that's talking about, you know, calling women derogatory names. Talking about how many women he slept with. And, and pushing all this stuff. Tattoos all over his face and, and, and women and, and just calling women, drinking, smoking, popping pills, all this stuff. And then the devil will take a person like that and then put them on a platform at the Super Bowl. And say, look, everybody watch him. And then all the kids flock to the God. And then you look at him saying, this dude is influencing all these millions and millions of kids. And then we try to take them, we got to take these kids and try to deprogram them from all the mess that the enemy is trying to spew into their brain to try to get them to call women bad names. Can I have an amen? And now he's not a man taking care. Now it's and then this, we take these people and we, man, have you seen this? This dude's the greatest. That dude's the greatest. And I listen to, okay, who's this guy? Let me listen. What? That's great. This, this lady right here, this is great. She's great because she's talking about her red-bottom shoes. And, and now we, and now she's all over the, what? This is crazy. 
And then now these young ladies, they, they, no, 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 no. And we take this, and then people don't see that there's a spiritual fight for influence in the lives of our kids and for us as, a, as people. And then we turn around and we act like we're blind in the church. When the Holy Spirit is saying, I have all the depths of God that you need and I can pass it out to you so you have great revelation and insight into the things that are freely given to you, but you'd rather listen to them. Can I have an amen, y'all? I'm just trying to go a little deeper this morning because I'm tired of seeing society getting turned out by the world and by the devil and nobody in the church is standing up. We got to stand up and say, this is the devil. We got to fight back because God's trying to take our youth out of all this filth, take us out of all this filth, and then give us heaven's view. I feel this this morning. He's trying to give us heaven's view and what's classy and what's clean and what's sanctified, what's holy and what's true and what's righteous so people can have peace in their lives. I sit back and I say, they just put this person on a pedestal. Have you listened to their lyrics? Have you listened? Uh, how is this? What is going on here? And the devil sits back and he laughs. He sits behind the curtain and he says, yeah, put them up there. Let's get them in the schools. They're going to get all these kids all turned out. And then and for us as a church, we have to stop and start letting, our, letting people know the things that can be freely given to them by God. And if God would open their eyes to see the reality of these spiritual things... And these individuals, now watch this, because this is where I'm going with this. These individuals may turn around and criticize you and I. You're just a holy roller. You just think you know everything. You just think you guys are just acting. You guys are too judgmental. You guys are just too judgmental. You're just too judgmental. Well, the people that are spiritual, they judge all things. They're able to rightly discern what the, good, the difference between good and evil and say stay away from the evil so you can embrace and have joy in the good. I'm not condemning you. I'm just saying that, hey, listen, you are, we are to judge. We are able to discern all things, to see it for what it really is. But watch this, y'all. But we are not rightly judged by no one. Meaning, I know you but you can't clearly see me because you're blinded to it. You think that I'm crazy, but I'm not. Look what he says here, y'all. He says in verse 15, but he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. So now, now, now you can look at me and call me crazy, but you don't understand that I'm really not. Napoleon, you need to shut up. That's what they used to tell me over there. The Raiders, shut up. You need to shut up. Like, why? Because nobody wants to hear that. Say, hey, these people are coming to me. I had some Nicodemuses. They came to me asking me. They're trying to get their life right. I'm going to preach them. You need to shut up. What I wanted to say is you shut up. I didn't say it, though. But I wanted to, praise the Lord. 
But it's amazing how people will start to criticize you when you're just trying to do what's right. In the church and out of the church. Like, hey, listen. Gave my life to God. I like you a lot. I think that we could potentially be be partners. But you know what? This book says we can't be sleeping together. So there's no way we're going to grow close to Jesus if we're still. So, so we got to make a decision. We can stay in love, but, but we just can't get in the club. Okay? So let's see what God will do. And then when you put a ring on it, Hey, we can dance all night. But if it's not right, it's not going to happen. Can I have an amen, y'all? So let's do it right. And then we're good. There's going to be no guilt, no shame, no condemnation, no feeling bad afterwards. None of that. Because we did it right in the sight of God. We can celebrate. Thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. This program is a production of The Well Christian Community, and we pray this message has blessed you in a special way. If it has, please let us know by contacting us today. You can write to us at The Well Christian Community, 2333 Neeson Drive. We're here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also contact us by phone at 925 925- 292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. Learn more about us as well as drop us an email at our website, thewellchurch.net. Again, that's thewellchurch.net. On our website, you can also click on the link to access our page on Facebook or search for The Well Christian Community while you're on Facebook. You can also follow Pastor on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman. All one word. And then we would invite you to join us again next time as we continue our studies in God's Word for times of refreshing. Until then, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life, and may He bring you a peace that passes all understanding. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.